Welcome to Couples Becoming Intentional. I'm Carrie. I am John. And here at Couples Becoming Intentional, we want to equip you with different tools and resources so that you can live intentional lives with those that you love to leave a legacy that lasts. Welcome to this week's episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. Today, we're going to be talking all about community, how to find it, where to really feel like your place to belong is, and really our journey in finding community, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and just all all the experiences of it. So if you are in a spot right now where you're feeling lonely, you're feeling like you're lacking really good fellowship around you or just your people, um, tune into this episode because we're going to be talking about different ways that It might be stretching to go out and find community, to really be vulnerable and authentic with people. And we're really just going to be diving into this topic. It's something that John and I are both very passionate about. And um, we feel like 2022 is really the year that we kind of finally, after years and years and years, found our people. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from two people that like to be by themselves, it's Mm -hmm. like a different perspective of like, yeah, we still need people to do life with. We still... Mm -hmm as I like to keep saying that like we're, we're built for relationships, right? Like that's how God created humans, not just specific humans. Um, so like you need to have people in your life. You need people, you need your confidants. You need your people that you talk to because, uh, we're not meant to do life alone. Yeah. I'm excited. We, I think this, this topic is really meaningful to me because I, I think we talked about in our like yearly recap, um, about this of, I've been searching for a really long time for friends and for friendship. And one of the things that um, was always difficult for us, and I'm sure there's other people who would probably relate to this, John and I got married very young. And then we started having kids young. And I mean, when we were married, John was still in college. So we would show up to crew events feeling like a fish out of water because their biggest problem is how they're going to pass this next exam. And we're talking about... I now live with somebody and we don't know if we're going to pay rent like that. There's like a two different stage switch that we like have had to walk through because we got married at 20 and 21. And most of the people who were with our age were still in college and like trying to figure themselves out. And we were total life stage ahead of trying to figure each other out and what that means for us. And then we had Finn pretty shortly after that. And most of the people who were having kids around our age, like not even our age, but were having kids were in their thirties. So we never really felt like we had a good spot to call home. And I'm not saying that it was wrong for us or, um, it was just hard having friends who didn't grow up in the same generation as you or like just couldn't relate to you on different things. And we still have very good friends of ours who are in their thirties. Most of our life group is in their thirties and forties and it's such a beautiful thing. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, All I'm saying is that it was just more challenging for us feeling like we, no one really understood who we were. Right. And I think like, don't get us wrong. Like we didn't even know ourselves when we were 21 and 20. And so like, it was a whole different dynamic of trying to figure out who God created our spouse to be, but also who God created us to be. And so it's like, yeah, you know, I never, 
I knew there was just something off every time we went to crew. And it was yeah. just like, I didn't know what it was <laughs> until you were just talking about it right now. I'm like, oh, right. That's why. So then we like stopped going to crew events because we just didn't feel included almost. And so. And that was nothing against the programming itself. And it's not against the organization. It was about them serving a target demographic that we were no longer a part of anymore. Right. So I think the biggest thing that we're really going to be diving into today then is how do we find that? So if this was our previous like situation that we were going into and we say that like 2022 is the year that we really found it, like what, what was our journey in finding it and what did that really look like? Yeah. Like anybody, we find our community and in the things that we we do right Mm we um like everything has a community like no matter what you're doing if you have a job there's going to be a community built around that if you have a hobby it's going to be built around that so as like christ followers we want a community who are christ followers Mm -hmm. um and so like that that plays into it um so like we want um by serving in the church by being intentional with people that are at church that's kind of like naturally progressed into um great relationships of people and like for me specifically we i found the my closest friends now that live in the area because of serving in the youth group and i wouldn't have that if i never served Mm -hmm. um and then our church also emphasizes like getting into a life group uh, because like it's going to be people that you're not naturally going to gravitate towards because they are going to be different than you. They're going to be people who are in a different life stage, people who probably already went through what you did or they're in a life stage that is previous to the one that you, that you were. So like we last year, like we had, uh, a life group that we were leading and it was all college girls mm-hmm. and then and one young adult young adult divorced man oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so like yeah it was a whole different like life stage from us and then we were able to pour into them mm-hmm. and because of that life group like carrie has now ha- like has your like you call her her your best friend right mm-hmm. and um so yeah it's just like by saying yes to God of saying, yes, God can use me in this capacity. You find people like, it's almost like you stumble into them, but it's like more than that because Mm -hmm. we know that God is behind it all. Like God is the one that is making these connections. And so, yeah. Like what, what are your thoughts on community, Carrie? Well, I think the biggest thing that I pulled out from what you were talking about is that it required action. Mm. We didn't, and there were seasons where we did just sit around and moan <laughs> and like yeah. cry about, especially me, about what's wrong with me if I don't have friends. Like, I, I'm not friends with people from high school. Like, I don't mm. have that big girl gang that like some of these big influencers have had for decades. Like, I, I don't have that. And I just felt like something was always wrong with me because of that. And... I think you painted this beautiful picture, this like 20, 2021, 2022 really became the year of, okay, we're going to do something about this. And so we started a life group and the life group ended up being 
360 degrees different than what we were anticipating. We wanted like couples who were about to get married or like kind of like right behind us life stage wise of like maybe they had <laughs> yeah. just gotten married and yeah. we ended up with a bunch of single people mm-hmm. and it was such a beautiful thing. We were thankful for that season. It really grew us and stretched us and showed us different ways and the relationships that we have from it are still lasting. And the other aspect of it is that we, after ending leading a life group, we decided to go back into joining one. And this life group that we're currently in has been, I don't want to cry, has been one of the the most beautiful things that we've had this in these last six months. And one of the things that our church really emphasizes is multi-generational. And having grown up in regular type schooling of like everyone's in your same age you're with your same grade like we Mm. you're in college and then you graduate and you just want to hang out with 20 year olds who like understand quote quote understand you now to be thrown into oh i actually have to live life with people who have kids who are in middle school or who i might not actually see eye to eye with on everything and we have different upbringings and we have different church history like all these different things that I'm like, oh, there are other people out there that are different than me and having beautiful discussions of where we can disagree and we're actually able to be a part of each other's lives with like different age kids and our kids love going over to their house. And it's this beautiful picture of what community is able to look like. And we didn't just sit on the sidelines. And so I think the biggest, and th- I fell into this, like the woe is me I'm just going to sit and wait for somebody to come talk to me Mm. instead of actually activating and being that friend for somebody else and wanting to reach out and take that next step as uncomfortable, as awkward and vulnerable as it is. Like, doesn't everybody want to be on the receiving end of that anyway? So you taking that brave step of courage to just admit it and just say, you know what, I'm going to be brave and I'm going to be the one to step out and make the contact and ask the coffee, like ask for coffee and get together with somebody just to get to know them more is I think something our society needs a little bit more of these days. Yeah, that is so true. Um, While you were talking, uh, a story came up for me when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I think I was in 10th grade. Um, My, my parents would do short term missionary trips to France. Um, They did it twice. Well, they did it three times, but they took Libby and I, twice and the second time we ended up going to a conference which which was like geared towards missionaries Mm. to like to train them to but like us teenagers were not there for the training so we just hung out the whole time Mm -hmm. i remember one of the last days that we were there they had like this party Mm. like this dance party like super outside of my comfort zone especially as a super shy 10th grader boy that does not you're know, in a different country don't know how to communicate yeah. with people in general like now you super have a insecure barrier. yeah well no they're they're all english speakers okay. they're all okay. americans got it i was sitting just sitting on the side of the room and i was like you know have had my head down just like i was sad because like nobody was coming up and talking to me and libby came up to me my my wonderful sister gave me the wise words of like john if you're not going to go out and like try nobody is going to want to come around you Mm. because like right if you are going to approach someone that is sad like that's not fun like that's not exciting and of course like i took it as like 
well, it's easy enough for you, you extroverted person. But mm. like getting to know Libby, like, no, she is just as insecure as I was, just as like socially awkward as I was. And like she put in effort. She mm. put herself in a position where she could be with people. And that, like that is like the essence of like if you're not going to put yourself there, then you have no you can be sad, but you're going to be sad by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to bring up a lot of hurt. It's going to bring up a lot of uh, insecurities. But guess what? You get to communicate those mm-hmm. with the people across from you. And guess what? They're going to have a listening ear. They're going to say, you know what? That sucks. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like Jesus still loves you. And, like, we need to hear that, not just from ourselves, but, like, other people saying, like, hey, I got you. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's the beauty of community. So all of us, or, like, all these things coming up about the greatness of community and us going out and finding it, one of the resources that we want to encourage you to even look into is your local church community Mm -hmm. of maybe there is, they have something like life groups or small groups or community groups that you can get plugged into. Another way that you could even look into is who are you currently friends with that maybe you want to continually get together with? It doesn't have to be this like formalized group where you do get together. I mean, granted, that would be really awesome where you would just have a group of friends that you all love each other or maybe you some of you know each other and some of you don't, but you all have a common ground and you get together and create your own group. Um, or just being really intentional with inviting people over for dinner or inviting people over into your home. And I know for us, like because we have kids, we invite our people over to our house because it's easier because we have all the kids stuff. And I think us being very intentional about, um, yes, we had talked about this of being open with our stuff and that goes along with our house, but also like we're investing into the relationships that are around us. So looking into your church community, if they offer things like that and, putting your name in the hat and saying, I want to be a part of this and being okay with whatever group you get, because we've been a part of life groups where it was not awesome. (laughs) There were people in the group that were some extra grace required people, but they grew us and they strengthened us. And we've been a part of groups where we're not friends with the leaders anymore because there was disagreements that, and like there were disagreements that happened and it was heartbreaking. And we've gone through this multiple times and, um, I think that that was a lot of hurt that I personally was even carrying into wanting to be in a life group again, because I didn't want what happened before to happen again. And granted, hear my heart, it might, and it Mm. probably will. And it's going to be your response of how you handle it. That's going to mean a lot. And I did not handle things well, um, back when those seasons were happening because rejection means so much to me. Like I don't want to be rejected. And, but this is an area where we get to grow. And I would just highly recommend looking into your church community or who in your current circle could you maybe formalize something with or just start to be more intentional of the reach outs of the different ways that you can get connected or grow a deeper relationship with those around you. Right. Like you can look at community and you see all the great aspects of it, of like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, people get to pour into you. People, um, you get to learn more about who you are, who they are, who who God created you to be like more about God because they have a different perspective of Mm -hmm. how to read the Bible, how to pray, how to do any of the spiritual practices. But then there's also like the hurt that gets involved because Mm -hmm. we're all broken people. Like that brokenness will not be covered the entire time that you're a part of community. And so like 
their insecurities are going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Their brokenness is going to pop up. Their, um, their asp- sin. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> their sin. Um, it's just gonna it's gonna come up, and they're just gonna. Um, they might hurt you because, like, mm-hmm. hurt people hurt people. Like, yeah. that's just the reality of where we are within the age that we are, and we can pray that it gets redeemed because everything works together for uh, for the good of for God's whatever for the good of those who have been called. It's the one in Romans. Romans eight twenty eight. Yeah, whatever. That that verse. <laughs> but yeah, like if we're not going to partner with God, then it will be irredeemable. Mm-hmm. Um, that is like you have to partner with God for anything to be redeemed, mm-hmm. because He's the redeemer. And if you don't have God, you can't. It can't be redeemed. Anyways, I think like. Throughout this, we've been talking about like church communities, like trying to find that community that you do life with, right? Um, I think there's also, and like that's where um, John Mark Comer goes of like you try to find those people that you don't have much in common because you naturally, as humans, we naturally gravitate to those who have the same perspective as mm-hmm. as us, same like viewpoint on things. And I think yes, like absolutely, those people can stretch you. I think it's also like. If you want to have fun, mm-hmm. like, sure, you can find those within your community that do those same things. But, like, there's the both and, right, of, mm-hmm. like, I have friends that yeah. have the same hobbies as, as I have. And they're, like, in, your community, too. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. my community, too. They're the same age as I am. They're um, people that I just, like, see on a regular basis as well because mm-hmm. we do other, like, activities together and Mm -hmm. so we're not just saying like oh find a community that is multi-generational because it's the best no like find both and like i have i meet with a couple guys every once in a while and we talk we Mm -hmm. talk about like what's our life like what's our wife like what's um how are we like pursuing god and just like we just like hey this is the rig recent thing that happened in my marriage can you mm-hmm. speak wisdom into this right. and it's just like a beautiful like like encouraging thing that we always do once in a while because like we need encouragement because mm-hmm. we're not the perfect husbands and so and we might like you know what i think you were actually in the wrong in that one and mm-hmm. not your wife <laughs> yeah somebody else to bring in that other perspective for you yeah so any last thought my biggest thing that I would say when it comes to community, if you're the type of person listening to this and you're, you might, (laughs) I would be crying if I listened to this because I'd be like, so sad about not having it and feeling Mm -hmm. like I'm missing out. And, um, I would recommend you pray and ask the Lord to begin to heal some of the wounds that you might have towards community in any way, shape or form. And then ask that God would, um, put people in your life that you can reach out to, that he puts people on your mind and your heart that you would actually be the person to step up and invite people to be wanting community with rather than just sitting on the sidelines and waiting for it. Um, I think those that's like my biggest thing is that you would 
pray and ask the Lord to heal. You would ask the Lord to bring people to mind and to heart and that he would give you the courage to reach out and to take action, whether that's serving and using your gifts to serve your local community or your local church, and then getting plugged into some sort of community group, whether a hobby one or one focused mainly on um, deepening your relationship with Jesus, whatever that really looks like, that that's like my biggest takeaway. What about you? I think it it's it, yeah, it is very easy to get overwhelmed with like, oh, like I need to be do this. I need to do this. I need to reach out to this person. I need to like find like so many people to be within our community. Like for us, right? Like it was a two year process. Like mm-hmm. we got to we got to this point because of the last two years. And it wasn't because we took this giant leap forward because of like, oh, I'm gonna put myself out there no it's like we took that small step we took Mm -hmm. that next small step and so like for us it was like serving in youth group um and so what is that like small step of like developing a a community around you or around jesus really we're Mm -hmm. a community shaped by jesus for jesus with jesus and so what does that look like? Where can you start? What is that one small step? So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Couples Becoming Intentional, and we'll see you guys in the next one. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. As always, if you have a question that you would like us to answer here on the podcast, you can go ahead and send us an email at jcvhouse at gmail.com, or you can send me a DM over on Instagram at Carrie Baco. We'd love to be able to answer and feature you on here on the podcast. And as always, if there is somebody in your life who would benefit from this episode, feel free to go ahead and send them the link. And if you love this content, we'd love to be able to hear from you. So go ahead and leave us a review over on Apple Podcast. Until next time, we love you and we appreciate you. See you guys. Bye.